Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hi friends, this is Eunice. Thank you for joining me again today. Today I just wanted to talk about the problem and just one solution I feel like the Lord gave me of just the topic of racial reconciliation. Um, Racism is a huge topic that is being exposed right now across our nation. And I think it's really important as the body of Christ as believers to be forerunners in this issue to see racial reconciliation happen in our nation and so I just want to give you a glimpse of how I grew up I grew up in a really um, not diverse town growing up and so from K through 12 honestly I got made fun of most of my childhood for being Asian and I remember that and so for me that's something I really wanted to protect my kids from and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to homeschool my kids from the beginning I just wanted them to feel loved and beautiful in their own skin and I wanted to reinforce that um, in homeschooling I think an awesome thing we could do is starting in scripture to be teaching our kids about who they were created to be, how each one of us, every race, every tribe was designed in God's image. And so we are beautiful. Um, It was intentional that the Lord made us all differently. So I just wanted to share scripture um, that I feel like is really relevant right now. And it's Matthew 22, 36. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, one responsibility I think the Lord gives us as parents, it says in Proverbs 22 that we are supposed to train our children in the way that they should go. And I think even in this area of teaching our kids about race relations and how God made each one of us uniquely starts at home. And so I just encourage every household listening to really start the conversation with your kids, even when they're very little. Just in Genesis, God created you in God's image. He created each person in his image and he made us each one unique and beautiful. I think the temptation right now um, for every person in America is or every person in general is to think, oh, if that problem's not happening to me personally, it's not a problem. But the reality of what's being exposed right now is I think the Lord wants it to be a burden to each one of our hearts. The scripture says, love your neighbor as yourself. What does that mean? Does that mean that we can just close our eyes to the injustices happening to our neighbor just because it doesn't personally affect our lives? I don't think that's what it means. I think something the Lord taught me is just how 
he wants us to walk in compassion, walk in someone else's shoes. Imagine yourself walking in someone else's footsteps. And as you do that, that is how you're going to learn to love your neighbor as yourself. And so one story from my life that um, I want to share where the Lord really taught that to me was when we lived overseas and there was a huge refugee crisis in the nation that we lived in uh, because the neighboring country was having a war and so tons of refugees were coming in and it was very common to walk down the street see five refugees begging turn the corner see three more refugees begging we saw a lot of begging in the streets and i think that it's so easy to harden your heart when you see people um, just often on the streets, the same people, same families. But something the Lord often reminded me of, because I was just out there. Let's say I was running an errand. I'm like, Lord, I have a focus. I have an errand. I need to get back home. And the Lord would have me see these people with compassion. And he's like, Eunice, stop. Walk in their footsteps. If you were walking in their footsteps, what do you wish someone would do? Do you wish perhaps they would, you would want them to pause, to acknowledge that you're human? You're asking for food. Would you want someone to give you food? You have a child with you. Would you want someone to buy them juice? And those are the kinds of conversations I would have with the Lord walking through the streets because I'll be honest with you. There are times I just wanted to do my errand and be done. But then the Lord would just have me stop and pause. Eunice, if that was you sitting on that cardboard box begging with your child next to you on the dirty floor, what would you want that, like someone to stop and do for you? And that, and the Lord would often encourage me in that way. And I just feel like right now is a time in the body of Christ where we need to acknowledge the pain that some of our brothers and sisters in the body or just some people in the nation are going through the racial injustices that some people face and so my husband and i have been really um, intentional about wanting to be educated about this right now and so you know he's been my husband's been listening to different podcasts we as a family have been watching videos about racial um, justice but something else we did recently was we actually uh, got to do a Zoom call with one of our old friends. Um, and this is just a beautiful African-American couple that we've been friends with for probably over 20 years. We were, you know, good college friends. We attended each other's weddings. We held each other's first babies when they were born. Um, but since we live so far, we haven't kept in touch that much. And we got to get in touch with them. and. I just was led to ask, like, how is your heart doing in this time? And honestly, my heart broke when I saw the response. Immediately, the wife, she started tearing up and crying, and she shared with me how hard it's been because she is fearful for the lives of her husband and her son when they go out in the street because of the racial prejudice that they experience. And then it was heartbreaking again for me to hear the husband just share how because of his experiences, how he has adapted as an African-American in a, a pretty diverse area of the U.S., honestly, where he said that, you know, um, when he goes into a store, he has learned to overcompensate. 
because a lot of people see him he's over six foot and he is big in stature and people are intimidated immediately by him but really he has learned to be overly friendly um, overly kind so that people immediately would know that he is like a safe place to talk to a safe person to um, interact with and it just broke my heart because if you knew the godliness of this couple how they have been so faithful in loving the lord in loving one another they're hard workers they uh, you know take such amazing care of their family and i look at them and they're stellar citizens of the u.s and just the fatigue and the fear that they are experiencing now just was heartbreaking to me and so why i'm bringing this story up is because i don't know what it's like to be a black person in america i'm just going to be honest i don't know what it's like but i felt like the lord wants me to learn other people's experiences to walk in their shoes and hear their stories so that my compassion can grow and it'll teach me as i grow in compassion to love my neighbor as myself and so I'm just going to end with this short story. Um, you know, like I said, I one of the reasons why I homeschooled is I wanted to protect my kids from racism. But when something prejudice happened, I love that I have often been there with them to be able to walk them through it. Like, hey, that person was really rude and ignorant, you know, um, what did you think about that and to really be able to have a conversation with my kids instead of letting them just sit in that kind of you know negative feeling and so um, one time when they were little we lived in the midwest and we went to the playground for a play date and so our play date friends had not arrived yet but my kids started playing and i heard the two other kids that were on the playground I saw them pointing to our family and yelling something. Now, at first I didn't know what they were doing, and so as I got closer, I heard them yelling, run, run, the Japanese are invading, and they're pointing at our family. Now, my kids are so happily content, and they were playing, and so they didn't notice, but as I kept hearing this over and over again, I was thinking, oh, they're gonna stop because I'm clearly an adult and they're gonna stop in an adult's presence. But that they just because I was an adult did not cause them to stop. I noticed that both their moms were sitting separately, just engrossed in a book, each of them separately, and the kids were just playing. So after several minutes of this, I could not take it anymore. And so I just went up to the parents and I said, hey, um, could I talk to you for a second? Your kids are saying this to my family and they're pointing and they're yelling and we just came here to have fun today. Could you please have your kids stop? Now both of the moms were mortified. They looked up and were mortified. The one immediately grabbed her son and got in the car and they left. But I saw the other mom talking to her son and then they walked over to me and they um she, the mom said oh my son has something to say to you and he in tears apologized to me for his words and said he was sorry and i was so grateful um and i just said you know thank you so much for saying that um you know i forgive you and i and i really hope that we can all just have fun playing together on the playground and the reason why I wanted to share this story is I just, the two moms, I feel like 
um, I'm not sure what the one, the first mom that left, what her conversation was with her kids. Was she just embarrassed because I confronted her? I don't know because there was no follow-up to the conversation. But the reason why earlier I shared that scripture about training our children in the way they should go is because a lot of times kids, they say foolish things. We are sinners by nature and we need the Lord to sanctify us. And But the thing is, is there is forgiveness in the Lord. When we repent and turn from our ways, there is forgiveness. And I just love how the one mom didn't um, run away, but she really confronted what was happening and had the son apologize to me. And it really brought a reconciliation between us. And I just love that imagery because I think a lot of us, it's a time for us to look inward. Our, our neighbors, our brothers and sisters in Christ, some of them are really hurting and are in pain. And they would like some compassion from the rest of the body of Christ. And to me, compassion isn't just ignoring the problem. Compassion is really looking at the problem, addressing it, apologizing, repenting, praying for one another, loving each other, and restoring that relationship together. And so I share all these stories with you because um, I just feel like, like I said, a lot of people are hurting. And this is one way I believe the Lord can bring reconciliation in our nation and in the body of Christ is as we hear one another's stories, as we repent for mistakes that we've made, as we teach our children a different way, as we teach them to walk in another person's shoes, and even as parents, as we learn that, walk in someone else's shoes, what would that be like? You know, what would that be like for me to be worried each day if my sons, I have three teenage sons, if they went out and just because of the color of their skin, I'd be worried about their safety. Like, I literally cannot even imagine that. And yet I feel like the Lord is saying, Eunice, imagine it, okay? Imagine it. You want to ignore that, but imagine how you would feel. How I would feel if my husband walked out and was going to the store or going for a run. My husband likes running. Let's say my husband was going for a run and and I had fear because I wasn't sure if he was going to come back because something violent could happen to him along that way because of the color of his skin. How would I as a mother and as a wife feel? And I feel like as we think about it and walk in other people's shoes. That is when true just healing and reconciliation can happen. And I just pray that it happens in this generation, that it it is not prolonged any longer, that justice will come in this generation, that we will see change in this generation, because I think that that is the Lord's heart. And so I just bless you with this thought. I pray for just healing in our land. And thank you so much for listening today. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review. And we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, 
but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.